when I hear Michael Quattroni sing this piece in our sanctuary, when I watch our beautiful cast of everyday folks singing this drama in our sanctuary, when I recall Branch Woodman singing this Gethsemane in our sanctuary, I think to myself, every Palm Sunday, every church on the globe ought to enact this drama in a way that forces us to reckon with it. This stuff is painful, moving, dramatic stuff. It can be easy to get our palms and wave them in the air and sing Hosanna, God save us, and imagine that our job is to stand on the outside of the drama and watch the parade go by. But this is not the truth. This is not our calling. We are called to get inside this story. This is the greatest story ever told. This is God. God made flesh, word made flesh, love made flesh, liberation made flesh, life made flesh, wholeness made flesh, all the way down in the midst of us to weep with us, to be tortured with us, to be frightened for us, with us, to grieve for us, with us, over a world that is still broken, as broken as it was in the first century where might and, and malice and oppression and greed and prejudice and bias and xenophobia catalyze itself into a powerful moment, a powerful millennia, two millennia of beating back love, of beating down the marginalized, of being on the side of hatred and violence and murder. Here we stand, choosing to either watch or get in it. As the rem, reign of God is in battled with the empire of Rome, reign of God versus empire of Rome, will we be a nation in which white men will sign into legislation voting policies that mean we can't take water and food to our poor black and brown grandmother standing in line to vote? Will we be a nation that sits idly by why words about the Second Amendment mean that you can buy a gun more easily than you can vote? Where 18 people can be shot dead by men having a bad day or men having a bad life because guns are so easy to get? Can we say we're pro-life but not be pro those lives? Can we be a nation in which 19% of Americans have family members who've been unemployed in this time of COVID where over 550,000 American lives are lost due to selfish greed, lying by the predator in chief? Will we watch the parade and wave our palms? Or will we get in the story? I think we're called into the movement, called into the story, called by definition of our faith. Be we Christian, Muslim, or Jew. Be we Buddhist, Zoroastrian, agnostic, humanist. We are called all of us into a movement of love and justice that means we don't stand idly by while the world goes to hell. We 
are called into this movement with Jesus on the way to fierce love, to the fiercest love of all that will lay down its life to end evil. I'm not saying we have to get crucified. I'm saying we have to die to apathy. I'm not saying we have to get nailed on a tree. I'm saying we have to put down our fear and boldly join in the love revolution now. This is what this drama is about. You and I are the ones we've been waiting for. Bishop Eva Flunder says, ain't no time for closet prophets. We have to come out for love. Linda Sarsour says, no time for bystanders. We have to get in the program, get in the game. Every day this week, this Easter week, this on the way to Easter week, you're going to find actions to take, one a day, for you to move the needle, for you to bend the arc toward justice, for you to be like Jesus and pick up a cup of sorrow and turn it into a cup of blessing. Today's action is going to be about voting. Stay tuned. Go to middlechurch.org and see an invitation to join to join the Brennan Center so you know what's happening about voting rights, so you can work for the two pieces of legislation that are in the House right now and on the way to the Senate, the John Lewis Voting Advancement Right Bill and the For the People Bill, all designed to make sure that we can vote. Stay tuned for how we're going to do battle against evil, battle against injustice, battle against oppression, because love demands our arms around the world.